Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Paul and Lindsay with you on this Thursday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm going to talk a wee bit of hockey here. A wee bit of hockey? Just a wee bit of hockey. What's going on over there with you? Well, it's the open week, so. I see. And it's open season on pretty much any player that has a pair of skates and an NHL contract or an expiring one because we've been talking about it for weeks about how much um, movement there's going to be. But now all the big-time talking heads, all the big-time talking writers are on board as well because quicksand is more solid ground <laughs> than what we are standing on right now. Yeah, the uh, expansion draft with six days to go, we're continuing to see more of the wheeling and dealing when it comes to the NHL, which makes me believe that once all the dust is settled and the, whatever trades happen to come out of the Seattle crack into the front office there and whoever gets drafted again, you'll see, you'll see more of more of the makeup once we see the protected lists. Correct. But it'll be about... The, you know, the players that are valued more and strategically selected by their teams, like these are the guys that we want to keep and these are the guys that we would love to see go. In other cases, the hands will be forced. But regardless, we'll see how some of that shakes out. But again, once the dust settles, free mm-hmm. agency will, the trades will happen again. Yep. And free agency will work itself in, in, in the mix. And there are a lot of hockey players right now who have completed their final year of whatever deals they were under. Maybe they were just one-year deals based on the fact that we have an expansion draft here. Yep. Term is going to be a huge bargaining point for a lot of free agents and just a lot of moving contracts back and forth. Obviously, if you already have a contract signed and, and you're, it's a trade, you know exactly what kind of number and term you're dealing with, but sometimes it's about that extra security, especially since we're going to see a lot of one- to two-year deals. But as we see those one- to two-year deals, a lot of them could come with some of these veterans that are out there, maybe when it comes to goaltenders back on prove it deals and things like that. Mm -hmm. But we are seeing, again, a lot of movement where players are getting bought out or players are, you know, just saying, you know what, we're okay with, you know, waving the the no trade clause just to expose us. Not that we'll go anywhere, but stranger things have happened. In the case of Colorado right now, they're they're dealing with a couple of things. One would be Gabriel Landeskog. Yes. Who reports suggest that he is very, very uneasy about re-signing with the Avs because there's just not enough cash to go around. And maybe there's a little fracture there as well. Well, and that's what I kind of started to 
um, understand in the last couple of days because it, it they're very far apart in the negotiations that that has been widely reported. But Gabriel himself talked about how he was surprised that it has taken this long and that he would have preferred to have done a deal last offseason. I'm not sure if he's one of those guys that says during the season, we're not talking about this. I don't worry about this until it's it, until we're done. But regardless, for a guy that was handpicked by Mi- Milan Hayduk, who is the last member on that 2001 Stanley Cup winning team that was the captain, Landeskog's rookie year. He was the youngest ca- captain to be named uh, at, at that point. And he was there when Nathan McKinnon had his Calder Cup trophy winner, and they kind of came out of the abyss with, with Patrick Wall. And then you had some really dark seasons, and he's been through all of these ebbs and flows with this team. And so I could totally understand why he would be um, a, a, a little bit hurt by this, but this is part of the business. And at the end of the day, while... It's really sad that his chapter uh, of his career with Colorado might come to an end. He is going to be a premium player on the market. He might be one of those guys that where a team might extend a four or five year deal that they would not consider otherwise for a different player just because of all the intangibles that he brings and that edge that he plays with on the ice. So the Avs find themselves in an interesting situation as they try to navigate with a lot of cap space and they can make things happen quickly. I mean, this could just be smoke and, uh, you know, just a smoke screen and Landis oh, yeah. could land and they still have to sign Phil Grubauer as well. But what is that? But there is an unrestricted free agent and this was where teeing up this before we went to break, talking about bargain hunting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've said that center centers are a valuable commodity in this league, clearly, mm-hmm. when you can captain a third or a fourth line and, and command that. One of the guys that will not be rejoining the Colorado Avalanche, at least in terms of reports, is Pierre Belmar. Mm-hmm. And he is 36. His contract was only 1.8 last year. Which he will not get close to. He will not get close to that, but... He's probably league minimum for a team that is looking for a veteran type guy 100%. who's been in the market, who has been, a, who has avoided injury, at least as far, in terms of, you know, looking at, you know, just kind of health. Heard nothing but great things. Right. He's Locker a room guy. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Is this a guy that Kelly McCrimmon picks up the phone and calls, will you come back for the minimum? Because Lord knows. Right. That is a position where we need help. Well, I think it would be. Grossly irresponsible if you didn't circle back on players that have been in your organization that you parted ways on on positive terms with to see if they're interested in rejoining and especially with this situation. Now, those are very uh, a very select few type of players because most of the time when you move on or, or something happens, it's it's that's not how it works. But with Belmar, he's just such a good dude and has you know clearly some friends that still live here and still play here, and so I would absolutely give him a call, but. I don't know. Like it, it's will not they take, necessarily. Will he take seven, eight, or seven like seven fifty? Yeah, probably. But I, I mean, you want to see if he, he can get a little bit more money. But it's it's a different consideration. It's not just filling the spot because we have people to fill the spots. It's not like we we need extra talent because this is more about do we do we give the responsibility off to one of our young guys or do we go back to Belmar? Like this is where McCrimmon. And every GM, when you're constructing a team, because yes, there's there's about there's three or four factors that line up identically, like the money, like whatever. But when it comes to your investment in the future, long term, or even just the short term future, like do you think Keegan Colasar is nearly as impactful in the playoffs if he doesn't play with the team 
as much as he did, which is basically the entire season. And granted, he that was the result of, of injuries and, and taxi squad stuff and, and salary cap stuff. But still, there is an added value of those reps. That is the experience. That is the gelling that that takes place. And that is so incredibly necessary, especially on those bottom lines where Belmar skates. Because you put those top players, your, your scores, the ones that you kind of plug and play on your top lines, the bottom ones, it's more of a kind of a, a, a blood bond in a way, for lack of a better term, because you're just grinding away. You're, you're, it's a different mo- battle mindset. And so you see those guys... Um, a little bit tighter knit sometimes. And so I would personally like them to invest those reps, the time in some of these young guys, but that might not be the construction that they're looking for. Maybe Belmar is that good of a locker room presence. And we're not sure what we're dealing with in our locker room yet. So maybe it could be a stabilizing piece as well. Right. There's a few ways to go here. Two weeks free agency will open up for the NHL. We're leading ourselves into the expansion draft, obviously. So there could be some bargain hunting. Is it possible to get a guy knowing that he's been bought out, knowing that knowing that certain players have been bought out, mm-hmm. to get a defenseman like Keith Yandel, is, is it possible to get him at a million? Well, he's because, definitely motivated because he's going to get. He's already going to get paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's well, gonna, and that's the thing. That's why these guys. You've already made your money if you get bought out. Where it's that big of a deal, or we're talking Prezi and Suter, same type of thing. They're going to sign for league minimum because they've made a ton of money, and they're just looking for a roster spot, which is even more of an urgent matter because as we were just going through youth is the name of this game and that's where all the the skills development all the speed it's not that i don't think keith yano can still play in this league but can you do it for as long as consistently and again our our gm is going to say i'm going to put keith in instead of plugging in a younger cheaper player where i can either invest in them with their future in our organization or invest in them to maybe flip them because, well, look at all this tape we have here. Well, sure, but the wild card situation in that, Lindsay, is last season the AHL didn't have a full season. Right. I mean, there there, there are still you know young pups, I guess that's what I'll just call them, the young pups that are still getting their legs underneath them. Yep. The Henderson team had a pretty good run. They were able to play extra games together mm-hmm. because they made the modified you know Pacific Division championship playoff thing, uh, which was cool, by the way. But still, a lot of teams, okay. a lot of teams didn't get and you know didn't get those quality right. reps. So a, a veteran guy like a Yando who plays defense and is now getting paid for the next four years, mm-hmm. where you can bring him in at a million, maybe nine hundred thousand, because he wants a he wants a chance to hoist the cup. Yeah. So teams like that. But I don't know if look- Keith Yandel is going to be able to. That's the thing because he was on a team that was pretty is pretty darn close to at least contending with that reality. Like Florida was a very good squad this year. I I picked them to beat Tampa in the first round. And now that looks really dumb. But honestly, <laughs> like they are they are coming on very strongly. And I remember reading during the season about how Keith he had his his game streaker, he's approaching a thousand or something very special. And they were considering sitting him down, kind of like what Ben McAdoo did to Eli Manning a few years ago and how like the, the hullabaloo that that brought up because it's just, it's a respect factor, right? But if you're not able to kind of keep up where it's the decision, what's who is going to give us the best chance to win tonight. And you're already kind of on the edge, on the fray of those conversations with the team that is, trying to take a step, not not a full-blown contender yet. And that this is where it gets tough because Keith Yandel's probably best years were in Arizona, and that's two teams ago. I remember Yandel with Arizona. Because he signed big-ass deal with the Rangers because that's what the Rangers do. And so it's um, 
But you'll be able to get him on the cheap, though. I mean, that's the thing. I know, Paul, but the, but that's... It's not always about the, the, the dollar value. Again, to circle back, this is about investing these futures. Some of these older guys that would in any other environment that where COVID doesn't exist, where there's not this disruption, might have a couple cracks at a roster that they wouldn't otherwise. But I'm going to tell you right now, while Joe Thornton and Keith Yandel play two very different positions, one person skates a hell of a lot better than the other. Okay, so And that's why Joe Thornton can still play in this league. So, But there are plenty of buyout candidates like that, and mm-hmm. we've seen more buyouts. We saw the two at the Wild yesterday, Zach Parise, Dryan Suter. Do either of those guys go hunting for championships knowing that they're going to get paid? Oh, or, yeah. will, or will Parise- they But will he want... I mean, Parisi's 37, okay? But is he... is like the 37-year-old that you do go after, though, because first of all, he's got an axe to grind right now. So you're going to pay him one and a half? No. Two? I'm not. Are are we saying, like, from the Golden Knights? I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying if there is a team out there that is... Oh, no, I go leave him out. I... I give zero. I give zero concession to players like that because, like I said, he has made his money. He is extra motivated, and he's never won a cup. If he wants to do that, go chase it. He's probably going to leave his family back in Minnesota. I get that. There, there's part of those negotiations as well that that sacrifice and stuff. But I think this is going to be a similar type of um, energy that we saw from Mark Andre Fleury. I'm not saying he's going to win the Hart Trophy, but you know what I'm talking about in terms of when a high-level athlete of a certain mindset is told no. So does Kelly McCrimmon make that phone call? I would. I would make the call, but I don't. For the Golden Knights, again, I'm about investing in the younger younger players. And Zach Parisi, for what he brings and the grit and all that, all the cross-checks that he takes to the back, he, he is not a locker room leader. So I don't want to mess with that, especially at his age, because there's just... There's when you have attitude problems at a younger age, those can be fixed in a lot of ways, or you just got to get them by the system. Zach Parisi is what he, what he is. We don't, the Golden Knights don't need Zach Parisi. They can go find somebody else that has all of that minus the locker room issues. Bargain hunting in the NHL for sure. We have breaking news here on 1140 The Bet brought to you by the NBA. The NBA playoffs are happening right now. Don't miss out on the action. Richard Sherman, a free agent, NFL defender, was released today on his own recognizance. Uh, it uh, He faces no felony charges, but will face a misdemeanor count for criminal trespass. He also will be dealing with the DUI and resisting arrest. So he'll have a hearing tomorrow, but he is out of jail, and now he is basically in the court system and will wind his way through that. Yeah. So, again, no one was hurt. Lots of details starting to emerge about uh, Richard Sherman's arrest yesterday. Again, he has been released after an appearance in a King County courtroom up in Seattle today. So there's your breaking news here on 1140 The Bet, brought to you by the NBA. On the way, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, what do they have in common? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 